0: Hi, and welcome to Real Life with Jenny. My name's Jenny Sanipateratna. Grab your favorite drink and a snack and we will get started. Today I'm drinking blood orange tea. It's okay, it's not my favorite, but it's okay. And I'm eating spritz cookies made by my daughter. How could life get any better? So let's get real. I had a whole plan for today's episode because I believe we're on episode 20. So I was really excited because I actually got to 20 podcasts. Who knew? <laughs> uh, I guess I. it's shocking to me. And maybe it's not shocking to you, but it's pretty shocking to me. So I had this whole plan. And then today happened. And I just have to share with you um, something that happened to me today. Nothing bad, just kind of an odd day. So t- I today um, did something out of complete reverence and love for my husband Um, He wanted new photos for our website, so I met with a photographer to go have my photo taken. Um, Not my thing. I actually was shaking. I was so nervous. Um, The lady that took my pictures is amazing. She is just she's someone I've known for a long time, and I really just love what she does. And she took wonderful photos of my husband. My husband's actually known her since they were young. And now we've just crossed paths again in life. And that's really fun for me. I just absolutely love to hear her heart. So that was really nice. Because anytime you can get me together with somebody, that is fun. But to take my photo, okay. So we met in downtown Anoka in Minnesota, which is super cute. It's full of a lot of little quaint shops. It's something that you think about when you're thinking about a cozy mystery or a Hallmark movie. You know, these people walking through the streets, and it was during the day, so there were no lights. But, you know, that's just the kind of um, area that it is. So we took our, well, she took all my photos, and that was fun. Um, I did a lot of laughing and just really enjoyed her company. Kind of forgot we were taking pictures until I get them back in a couple weeks, and then we'll see how I feel. So, you know, there we go. Um <laughs> But one of the things that I wanted to do during the photo shoot is change out my jewelry. I know that sounds really weird, but I love jewelry. And I honestly felt really proud of myself for only choosing two sets because I, um, love the five dollar jewelry from paparazzi is a paparazzi oh I might be saying that wrong but I love their jewelry because it's five dollars you get a pair of earrings and a necklace for that a lot of times and they have rings and bracelets that is just not my thing anyway I really enjoy their jewelry so I found two that I really liked with of course my black shirt because why would you wear any other color makes no sense well your jewelry doesn't pop on reds does it I don't know maybe it does Anyway, I love black. So (laughs) I um, brought a second pair of jewelry and we went and I changed up my jewelry real quick and then we kept going on. So about halfway through, I switched from this really beautiful turquoise to gold. And you're like, Jenny, that is so weird. What are you telling us about? I don't know. I'm just telling you about my day. So um, I get in the car after being with Maya and... um, I was like I feel a little nostalgic because I'm in this really cute little quaint town and it's not a quaint town, it's a Noka. It's a big it's a big deal. But it was just so it's just such a cute little area. That I drove by a bakery that I went to as a kid. And I remember it was only on special occasions when my parents would go to this bakery. It's called Hans Bakery for those who are in Minnesota. Woot, woot. I know you all know it. Um, it's just, it's really great. And so it just has memories for me. So I stopped and I got my mom a cinnamon roll and I got Sam a donut. Yes, I might have taken a bite of the donut before I got home. Shh. No one ever needs to know. <laughs> anyway, I dropped that off at my mom's and I come home and Kevin, of course, is just an amazing man and he's homeschooling and they were talking about science and in the middle of science when I got home and so I come in and I was telling him about my day and you know how do you like this jewelry because it's different jewelry than what I came home with and I go in my pockets and I am missing an earring because yes I switched out earrings too and I can't find my earring, so I pull out everything, and I'm going through my purse, and I'm going through my pockets, and I cannot find my turquoise earring, and so my husband, just because that's who he is, is like, okay, I'll get in the car and go look for it, and I was like, okay, wait, Um, you going and looking in Anoka is not a good plan, because you have no idea where I was, (laughs) so I said, I'm gonna go, and so I'm like, I'll go after lunch, And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll just, because it was was noon, you know, I'm home, I'm hungry. That one bite of donut really wasn't, maybe it was two bites. Shh, okay, now I'm really confessing. Okay, it was two bites of the donut. (laughs) It was really not lunch. So I'm like, I'll just wait till after lunch. And then I started thinking about it and thinking like, I really love this pair of earrings. You know what, I'm going to go. And so my daughter's like, I'll come with you. And so we hop in the car. And we drive the 20 minutes back down to the area that I took the pictures. We take the dog with. Yes, we left Kevin at home. And we start walking around downtown Anoka again. And of course, because we're down there, now we're taking photos of Samantha because she's cuter than I am. And so we're just taking photos and just enjoying ourselves. And yes, I found the earring. I'm so excited. We ran across the street and I found the earring in the dirt and there it was. I was so excited and I got it and we, it was freezing out because we're in Minnesota and it is December. And so we got in the car and we came home and we just talked about life. And so I got home and started making myself some tea and thought, oh, I'm supposed to do a podcast today. And I just really wanted to share this really odd, you know, Jenny's confessing that she's eating a donut and having her photog- having her photos taken, which is two things that are really odd. But I wanted to share this because this morning I read something in the Bible that is an obscure kind of thing tucked away. And it's about David. And it's in Samuel 30. First Samuel 30 is the chapter that I read today. And it is about David coming back from being with the philistines so he went with the philistines and they said we don't want you to fight with us you and your men we don't trust you we don't want you to fight with us go back home so david is coming home and when he comes home with his men he finds that another group of people have come in and destroyed where they were and taken everybody that was left they didn't kill anybody they took the women they took the children they took the servants they took everybody and they went away and it says in the bible that they cried and they had tears until they had no more tears left and no i did not cry over my earring <laughs> which i'm very proud of myself actually now that i think about that i did cry over my earring but i was in a hurry to get it back and I think that David and his men were the same way. They want, they were devastated at the loss that someone had come in and ripped something out of their lives, someone that they loved, something, someone that they cherished, their child, their wives, their servants, you know, just to the point that when they crossed the river, 200 of the men were so exhausted from the crying and the mourning that they weren't able to continue on. Like that is deep sorrow. And I started thinking about this as my earring, which is a very simple thing, and David going after his two wives at that point, and thinking about, we've heard so many times that God goes after the one, the one sheep that's lost. He has a hundred sheep, and he goes after the one because he loves it, and he leaves the 99 behind. You know the song, he leaves the 99 to come find you, he seeks after you. And I started thinking about how, for me, the earring was important enough to give up lunch. Now, if you know me, you know that's kind of a big deal. Um, <laughs> but I did have lunch, But by the way, so don't stress about that. But it was important enough to postpone and get in the car and go back 20 minutes and find that earring, even in the cold. Before snow came and before I lose it completely, go find that earring. And it was the same thing for David. The deep, deep deep emotions of the loss that he dealt with, with losing his wives and his servants. And at that point, I don't think he had children. It does not say he did. But we are living in that right now around the world. We are living with a space of loss. A Things have been ripped away from us. And I know that we are, you know, I don't want to get political here, Um but there really, there's not much that we have that's left. We don't get to go out with, to coffee with a girlfriend or with a family member. I celebrated Thanksgiving with just my husband and my daughter this year, which we had a really great time and it was wonderful, but we didn't get to see our, my mom or his parents um, or my siblings. We didn't get to see anyone for Thanksgiving. So there's a lot of loss that's happening right now. There's loss of jobs. Relationships are falling apart. And I just felt the glimpse of that God is saying that he sees what's going on and he understands. And he is not going to leave us on the side of the road in the dirt like my earring. You know, it was sitting there just on the side of the road in the dirt. And I could have left it there because it's a $5 pair of earrings and I could have replaced it very easily, I think. But I didn't because it was important enough to me to get up and move. And I want today to say that you are important enough to God that he's not going to leave you where you are. He's not going to forget you. He's not going to say, oh, it's their own fault. They got lost. It's their own fault that A, B and C has happened in their lives. That is not the God that I serve. And so when I'm thinking about David and these men that were so emotionally distraught, just like right now, you look around and every person that you talk to, they have a different story of loss and they have a different story of how they're coping with this pandemic Around the world. It's not just in my teeny little neighborhood, which is quite often what we think of. We think of, oh, Minnesota, you know, but it's not the United States. It's around the world that we're dealing with this. And I am encouraged that God sees it all. So when David goes to try to find his wives and all of the women and children and servants that were stolen, he goes and asks the Lord first Lord, Will you prepare a way for this to happen? And the Lord says, Yes. And I think that as a Christian and as a woman who's trying to make the best of what's going on in the world, I sometimes forget to stop and ask, Lord, should I go look for this earring? Is this a good use of my time? Am I going to be able to find it? Are you going to, you know. Or has it already been taken? And luckily, I, even without praying, it was still there. But we forget in the midst of chaos, in the midst of cri- in, in crisis, to stop and say, Lord, where are you? We need you. Will you provide? And so that is really what I wanted to talk today about. I wanted to talk about that the Lord is willing to stand beside us and provide and help us find what's lost. And we'll help restore things if we take the time to seek after him. If we take the time to say, Lord, where is the one? I cannot tell you I am the finder in our home. <laughs> I can, Kevin can look and Sam can look and, you know, and then I find things. So last week, Kevin and Sam went to church and I was actually staying. We were in, in a little cabin up north and I was looking for this penguin which we have and Sam's gonna be humiliated that I mentioned that this is we have this little penguin that does crazy things in this in the Christmas time and I was searching for the penguin and I could not find I spent an hour and a half I am not exaggerating an hour and a half looking for this little creature and I remember I sat on the couch after I was I went I went through everything I was under the sink I was like did it go outside I sat down (laughs) and I was like Lord is this penguin real and has it come to life is it like the velveteen rabbit and it's hopped away and I don't know where it's gone I mean I looked under couch cushions I was in everybody's bed looking underneath and looking inside the sheets it was crazy I could not find it anywhere So finally, I sat down and I'm like, Lord, I don't know what's happened to this penguin, but honestly, I'm just praying that you reveal the penguin somehow because I cannot find this thing anywhere and I let it go. And that is not me. I don't normally when something's lost, I normally will go after it for a really long time until I just have nothing else. I just I'm kind of like a dog after the bone, I guess so I let it go I prayed about it. I said Lord I cannot find this guy I don't know where he is so Kevin and Sam come in several they they were gone for like three hours I suppose they come in and I'm like Kev I can't find this penguin anywhere he looks down and he's like oh you mean the penguin right there (laughs) I can't even I was I was trying not to be angry with myself but there was the penguin like right there like I could have sneezed on it (laughs) anyway and I just, it, for me, it was very humbling. And I thought, Lord, you could have shown me that penguin. And it was that frustration, you know, that we all get like, are you kidding me? Like it was right there. I spent an hour and a half and it was right below my foot. And the Lord just reminded me that sometimes I just don't take the time to seek after what he has for me. And I just end up running around with a chicken with my head cut off. Looking under everything without stopping and saying, Lord, what am I supposed to do here? Lord, I'm lost. I'm frustrated. I am isolated. I need friends. I don't, I, I think about it. I complain about it. I obsess about it. And I don't necessarily take the time to go back and say, Lord, I'm frustrated. I'm lonely. I am lost. This thing is lost. And so for me, the earring and the penguin are two things that just I want you to think about. I want you to think about where you are in life right now. And if you are just trying to strive and do it by yourself, or if you are taking time to say, Lord, I need your help here. It may be just to find an earring. It may be to bring joy back into your life or peace back into your life. I don't know what that is for you. But I really feel like, like David, he took the time that they were so exhausted, 200 men didn't even go with on the search. He took the time to say, Lord, is this going to work? He didn't just, which is so not David, if you read about David. David is like, act first, you know, pray about it later. And here he's like, Lord, are you going to go ahead of us and help us get our families back? And just so you know... You don't have to read Samuel 30 for Samuel 30 to know he does get his two wives back. Everybody is restored and we all live happily ever after. Actually, I think there's a battle right after that. But, you know, that's David's life, <laughs> not mine, I hope. So as you are going through this season, the season of joy and festivities for Christmas, but we also know that it is full of depression and isolation especially this year because it doesn't quote-unquote feel Christmassy it doesn't feel the same way we're not in churches as much as we were going there's not as many things to do Um, I saw on Facebook someone said I can't go see Santa I'm really sad you know the normal traditions and things that you do with your your children you can't do this year but that does not mean that Christmas is not or the season that we're in is not still important to God and that he cannot bring the joy and festivity into wherever you are whether you're listening to this after Christmas or before in the middle of the summer we are all in seasons where we need the Lord to step in and help us feel like we're not lost or help find us or help us find something and I pray for you As you turn this podcast off that you will take some time to bring your worries and concerns to the Lord that you will say Lord, I am looking for this penguin and I cannot find him anywhere. Please help me. Please bring someone like Kevin into my life to find the penguin right below my nose. (laughs) So that is all I have for you today. It's not very profound, but I love each and every one of you. And I pray that you will know that the Lord is seeking after you. That he is he is He wants what's best for you and he is looking for you. If you have left the flock or you are doing your own thing, God loves you and he's searching after you just like I did my little earring. You can find us on Real Life with Jenny on Facebook or on Instagram. We, I do a lot of things on there and I would love to hear from you and hear what's going on in your life. Please share what's going on and maybe share a story about what you've lost and have found because I would love to hear those. I love the lost and found stories. You can also find me on um, ChristConnection.cc slash Jen. All of my podcasts and information is on there if you'd like to connect. I pray that you all have a great day and know that the Lord is seeking after you and that he will help you find whatever you need right now.